I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth and in this video I'm going to be talking to you about I started to overthink everything. Well, one of the things that we all do during a breakup is overthink just about every aspect of our breakup. We overthink what we did wrong, what happened, what our ex is doing, who they may be seeing, studying and stalking their Facebook or their Instagram or their Snapchats or asking friends about them and everything is desperately trying to get that information to understand what's going on. You know, I think that part of it is we feel a little bit more control of the situation when we are thinking about things. In other words, we still feel connected to that person even if we're disconnected from them. So, if we're studying um, something about their Instagram and we notice one little detail, or we look at a, a social media, or we try and get information from a friend or, or a co-worker, or whatever it is, it makes us feel you know, more attached to them, like we're still connected to them, we're not as disconnected, and so it's very, very common for us to do. And I know because I did it. I did all these things. When you have attachment trauma, you're a lot more likely to desperately cling to every little piece of information to try and figure out what's going on. And it can make you crazy. It really can. Um, we can start to see things that aren't there because we're, you know, so desperate to try and reconnect with them that we'll start to fantasize that one thing meant another and it can lead to us suffering and having a lot more anxiety over the situation and it can get really confusing it really can because sometimes our ex will send us mixed signals or sometimes we'll read things one way when they meant it a completely different I know and I completely understand because I did those things too and I used to wonder about all those little minute details and that's why part of the reason I got so good at this is because I know what it's like to feel like that and to analyze all those little things and so I've you know slowly over time figured out what means something what doesn't mean something and and the little details that make a difference and uh, in today's email you're gonna see how I slowly figured out something uh, this is a, a guy that I did, I don't know, I think we did three Skype coachings together. One was an emergency Skype. I think we did two regular Skypes. And we did, we initially started off by doing uh, a couple of email coachings. I think we did two or three. So, what we've been able to slowly piece together here is that, and it was partially by accident, um, that... There was more going on in this situation than 
he initially understood. Basically, this guy had been living with this woman, and they got into an argument. In fact, I may have done an email, I mean, a video on it, but I can't think of the title off the top of my head. But, um, if this sounds familiar, it's because he was dating this woman, and they got into an argument, and he basically, I like, snapped at her and said, you know, I think you should move out or something. He apologized right away, but she wound out, up moving out the next day while he was at work. And, uh, man, I wish I could remember that title. But it probably starts to sound a little familiar to you guys. If you do remember it, write, write it in the uh, comment section below. Um, so, what happened is we did an emergency Skype together. And what he did is he had lost his emotional self-control and he stopped by her house to bring the rest of her stuff. He hadn't talked to her in a few months and he was getting really discouraged so he just wanted to leave it on the porch and just kind of be done with it. Now I didn't recommend that. It just, he, I guess, couldn't handle his anxiety anymore and he wound up doing it. Well, when he got to her house, the, the guy she was seeing happened to pull up several minutes before him, or maybe less than a couple minutes. So he decides, well, this person has already seen him. He's just going to bring the stuff up to the house. So he gets out of the car and starts bringing the stuff up to the house. Now what he sees is something interesting. He sees that the daughter of his ex runs over to the guy um, like she has, you know, a good rapport with him. Now, based on time frame, she should have really only known this guy for maybe less than two months. And the way the daughter ran up to the guy, this new guy, was like she had known him for a while or had a really strong bond with him. So I started to see, I was like, wait a minute here. I'm feeling like whoever this guy is, he was in the picture before she moved out. And my gut was that it's probably an ex-boyfriend, right? And that she got back with an ex. And that's why the little girl ran up to him and acted like she was so excited to see this guy. Because really... If she was dating this guy for less than two months, would she really have introduced the daughter that soon? And the daughter have built such a strong rapport with this guy that soon after she was already bonding with him? Now, see, so yeah, I thought, and I still think, now we don't have the answer to this, but I think what's going to come out and in time is that he was somebody that she dated previously. So, those are some of the little things that I look at here. So, what happened is... He brings the stuff up to the house. The ex sees him and is shocked. She doesn't say anything. So she just gets in the truck with this guy and he tries calling her to say, hey, I'm just dropping your stuff off, whatever. She doesn't pick up. She just texts back that she's sorry. So, of course, now he's confused. He's upset. Uh, he, he's wondering who this guy is how long she's been dating this guy. And it was really looking at those tiny little details that I really think that she probably wound up going to an ex 
And that's why she was able to leave him so easy. Another piece to the situation that I found odd is that, remember I said she moved out of his house the next day? Well, according to the woman, she told him, the guy who we're talking about, that her aunt and grandmother came over and helped, or aunt and mother, I think, came over and helped move all of her stuff out of the house the next day. I'm not buying it. I think this guy was in the picture. He went to work. The next day, she told him, and he came and helped her because it was heavy furniture. And an older woman, an aunt, and a, and a mother or a grandmother, whatever it was, coming over to move that heavy stuff, doesn't add up to me. So when I looked at those little pieces together, I thought, hey, I think we've got a guy that's already been in the picture here, and most likely it was um, someone previous that dated her. So, that's how, you know, as you can see, those are some of the things that you can do to really overthink things and look at the little details. Of course, I could be wrong, he could be wrong, um, but based on the information, that's what made the most sense to us, and he started to feel like, yeah, that is what's going on there. Now, of course, this isn't exactly the healthiest way to go about this, overthinking and analyzing all these details, but it's really hard to let go of and not do for just about anybody that has, especially an anxious attachment style, to just let go that easily. So, here's what happened in this email coaching. I just wanted to give you a little bit of the details so you could understand what, what was going on with him and how he may have overthought things beyond what I came up with here because I think his anxiety got him a little confused over what went on. Alright, so let me just share his email. He said, hey coach, got a couple of questions for you, but first I wanted to say that I felt a hundred times better after our Skype the other night. I know I already told you that, but really man, it helped tremendously. So, I told you the other day that she sent me a text. Wednesday morning, I believe, about a, a tow hitch I left on her car and the cover that goes over the hole. I didn't think much of it, just her getting her stuff. But, for a second, I thought, wait, what? Why now? It's been over three months and now you're worried about a tow hitch? So, I waited a day and texted her back uh, the following night. Sorry, been kind of busy lately. I have stuff spread out between where my home is to where I'm moving to, but I'll look for it. She responded this morning with an okay, thanks. Not a very exciting response. I got kind of discouraged. I could feel my anxiety creeping up and wanted to say all kinds of things back to her, from telling her off to telling her I'm sorry and that I still loved her. But I didn't. I kept my cool and instead went to your website and started reading random things to get my mind off of it. I came across one email where you said, if an ex reaches out for any reason, assume she's interested. Okay. So, now, the interesting thing and the thing that I, because I do say that 
Of course, sometimes people have business matters to genuinely take care of. Maybe it's rent or bills and stuff like that that can really throw it off because sometimes they can use that as an excuse, sometimes they can't. Now, in this situation, let me just go on a little bit more. He just said a little bit more here. I just want to get your opinion on this. Did she really reach out after three and a half months of no contact over a trailer hitch? Or is this an indirect, direct approach? Or does she now feel comfortable contacting me about it? Would she have texted me if I hadn't seen her with a new guy a week prior? Everything got a little confusing for me, of course. I started to overthink everything, so I opted to do this email coaching instead. I also wanted to say I took your advice and found a local therapist. I've only had one session, but I got to tell you, she was impressed with you and the knowledge I've picked up from you. She said, and I quote, I'm not sure who you've been talking to, but you found one of the rare good online therapists. I still plan on using you, of course. There's no ha harm in having two therapists, right? LOL. Maybe an indication how screwed I up I am that I need to. As usual, Craig, thanks for everything, man. I look forward to the daily videos and the next Skype. Alright, so, what I think happened here, and this is quite unusual, um, is that he went by to drop off the stuff. She probably went through it and started to go over a mental inventory of what he brought back and things that he still had from her. Now, I think, like he kind of briefly he touched upon is that when she saw him she kind of felt like she could reach out to him without him getting the wrong idea and of course he was so anxious and eager and excited about the situation I think that this was more about her feeling okay he brought this stuff by now we've seen each other he saw me with this other guy I mean he was I mean, you know, at the house, and she drove off with him, and she probably felt like, let me just find out if I've got this thing, and this, this trailer hitch, and he'll give it back to me. So I do think he kind of overthought how this played out here, and uh, was hoping it was an indirect direct, but I think it was more likely just about the trailer hitch, because all she said is, okay, thanks. If it had been something more, I think she would have followed up with some questions or some excuses or comments to contact him. But it can be really confusing when you're going through this and you're just overwhelmed and you don't know what to think and you're just like so desperate to hear from somebody that you love and care about that you'll think anything is an indirect, direct approach. And, you know, I feel for the guy. I really like this guy. He's a really nice guy. Um, but, you know, for me, I'm looking at a situation where she moved out on him right away. Stuff was gone right away. Daughter's attached to a new guy. Or is it really a new guy? I'm not thinking it's a new guy. I think it's somebody that the daughter had already known from the past, and that's why she was so attached to him. He he happened to accidentally bump into them at the right 
place at the right time, where if he had been there ten minutes later, they would have already been gone. He would have just dropped the stuff off at the house. Or, you know, ten minutes sooner, he would have dropped off the stuff and already left and not seen it. He just happened to, by chance, see all of this play out. Saw she's with another guy. She said sorry. I think she probably felt bad because she didn't want him to see that. But I don't think she would have reached out if she had not seen him and he had not come over to drop off that stuff. So, I know it's tough and I feel for him because I really want him to get an indirect, direct approach. But I don't think that's what this was at this point in time. And I told him, you know, whatever's going on with this guy is going to have to end first before I think she's coming back around again. And I think he really needs to think long and hard about taking her back. Because I do think she had this guy lined up, whoever he was, and she walked away really quickly from the relationship. And, you know, if somebody's going to just basically disappear on you the next day with, you know, little concern about how you might feel or even that you've apologized and tried to make amends. I mean, the fight wasn't that bad based on what he told me for her to just end the relationship and take off. You know, if she does it once, what's her to stop her from doing that again? But, you know, the point is, is that it's very easy to overthink little things. And when you're coming from a place of fear of abandonment, it's kind of like all you can see is abandonment. Now, in this situation, it could be, a, you know, it's quite a, a little bit different from what I'm saying here. But when we have a preoccupied, anxious style, we're more likely to see abandonment even if it's not there. We can imagine abandonment at times, too. So it's something to keep in mind when you're going through a breakup. And unfortunately for him, um, I don't think we have an indirect, direct approach yet. Could happen for him. I want to see this guy happy again, whether it's with her or somebody else. He's doing a tremendous amount of work. But, you know, it is tough when something like this happens and you feel like maybe you did something to mess it up. So, if you want to get my help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. I do email coachings. I do Skype coachings. And if you want to get with me right away, I do offer emergency Skype coachings. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and I will talk with you soon.